Hey guys, it's Jesse and Hannah and my cat. Nice, and this is um, that's so lesbian, a podcast a that used to be the LOL word, <laughs> but we're not that anymore. Um, yeah, because someday we won't be doing the L word anymore, and we don't want you to forget about us. Exactly, exactly. Um, we have. A bad episode here. Oh, my God. So this is like, once again, we're going to have to revisit the question of who is it who doesn't know what lesbian sex is? Is it Hannah or is it the L word? And because are you talking about the opening scene? I'm talking about at least four different instances over the course of this episode, which I will enumerate as we go on. Okay. where it just became very clear that either I have a fundamental misunderstanding about lesbian sexes or the writer of this episode who is bisexual. I looked her up does. And I am concerned about myself. This episode, this show makes me like so self-conscious as a lesbian. I feel like I'm doing it wrong. But, like, I also think the show is the problem, but, like, what if I'm the problem? Uh, well, I know at least two instances that you're talking about, and they, they're they wrong. It's definitely okay. not you. I'm talking about three instances, I think. There are three times in this episode where something is going on that just does not... Four! Four! There's four. Yeah. And I'm just confused. Oh, okay. Well, so this episode, like, honestly, we were spoiled the last two weeks where, like, there was actually shit going on with the plot and now there's Mm -hmm. fucking nothing happening. Nothing happened. We had fucking Angelica's six-month birthday party, which is not even a thing. And we had the second visit from the social worker, except we didn't even get to see the visit with the social worker. Maybe that's next week? I don't know. We just had some a lot of stuff with the planet, which I do not care about. I it was um, only useful because they wanted to introduce Alan Cumming, which like fair. Yeah, that's fine. But like, ugh. I just had Kit's horrible son, who yeah, we're just given even sucks. He's always sucked. We're given even less, more reasons to hate him than we already had, and we had plenty of him just being boring and shitty. Yeah. And the Bentina stuff is awful, and they should not be together. Yeah. Alice is terrible. Yeah. Um, Laura and Dana are, are nothing. Yeah, they're just fucking boring. Helena yeah. didn't do anything, so I guess nope. she's fine now. It was really just Jenny and Max. Yeah. And Jenny was her usual annoying self. But Max actually called her on it, which was fun. When she was like, are you just going to sit there being weird and quiet? And I was like, yes, that's what she does. <laughs> she's weird and quiet. Yeah. This we this episode we get the first instance of Max calling himself Max. Yeah, that's that was exciting. Yeah, and he like pees standing up and like Which was impressive. That was very cool. Um Yeah, which means that like I must have a fundamental misunderstanding of how people pee. <laughs> I did think about that. So as cool as the peen standing up was I did think that it introduced, and you'll have to weigh in on this because I'm just speaking as an outsider here. I thought it set sort of an unrealistic expectation for transmasculine people. <laughs> that as if, like, if you are transmasculine, you will have been trying to pee standing up your entire life, assuming you don't have a penis. Yeah, and that's crazy. I feel like that's that's not a thing that most people did as children, and that that's not something that should be seen as some sort of requirement if you know what I mean yeah I mean like I definitely like tried it like once and like 
two of my very good friends are trans men and I don't think they pee standing up. So in my book, my character, my book wild, my character, Jordan buys a device that she thinks will help her pee in the woods when they're out there. That's supposed to be one of those like female urinal yes. things that's mentioned in wild. I just thought it was funny. So I put it in there. <laughs> I thought it was like a cute little intimate moment between the couple for him to be like aware and supportive of her buying something to help her pee in the woods. I don't know. I liked it. Yeah. I like I like that book. Yeah. Wild. I read it this summer. I thought about it all summer. Oh, thank you. It was really good. Um, it's it's one of my faves because it's got sign language in it. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is not a podcast about my books. I wish it were. This is a podcast about the L word. Mm-hmm. So. But before we get into the L word, I want to just talk about my weekend because I got tattoos and I want to talk about them. Yeah, go because for it. I got queer as folk tattoos and someday this will be a queer as folk podcast. That's true. And I'm just really excited for that. And I realized that if you were paying like very, very good attention, it's possible you could know the meaning of the tattoos by the second episode of Queer as Folk. Are you fucking kidding me? I am not fucking kidding you. There's no way I'm going to know. I'm stupid. There's not. There's not. But it's technically possible. So, so that's exciting. Okay. All right. I guess if I went back and rewatched, I could, but I won't. Wait, have you seen any of it? No, no, no. If if I watch it and then I go back. Oh, you don't have to do that. That's yeah. too much work. It, I mean, it's also, it's not like a, like a, like a quick reference in like that second episode. It's something that stretches through the whole series, but I just realized if, you you can get it at that point like mm. it's possible hmm. starting from there interesting so, yeah all the references have been made by then but then they continue on throughout the series and it becomes more obvious you'll figure it out eventually okay. but what i have for anyone listening along is i have a sun behind one ear and a seashell behind my other ear so people think it's just like a cute summary thing but it's not it's because i'm queer as folk trash and anyone who doesn't recognize it as a Queer as Folk tattoo doesn't deserve to recognize it as a Queer as Folk tattoo. So, such is the world. Okay. It's okay. You don't recognize it as that yet, but someday you will. <laughs> and that's why I love you. Okay. Thank you. So, let's move on to worst gay shows like this one. Yeah. Um Wait, but I actually have something gay in my personal life. Oh, yes! Tell me gay things! Well, it's not that gay, but remember how I was like, I'm going to get through the year without using dating apps. Yeah, no? That ship has sailed. I've already (laughs) redownloaded Tinder. (laughs) I mean, I don't know how anyone's supposed to meet anyone without Tinder. Yeah. Um, My updates on my gay situation is there are none. Everything (laughs) is exactly the same as it was. Honestly, whatever. Yep. It happens. I sent her a cute selfie the other day. Uh, I sent her pictures of the tattoos. Wait, but more importantly than any of this, I had the most insane burrito yesterday, and I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, nice. It was, like, Thanksgiving-themed, so it, like... What? It's a Thanksgiving burrito, and so it's, like, turkey and gravy and, like mashed potatoes and then mashed potatoes made out of beans and then also beans <laughs> but it was really fucking good and like it needs cranberry sauce and, well there's cranberry sauce on the side oh okay but like you honestly don't even feel the need to eat it because the gravy is just so fucking good i do love gravy oh i really like i ate it again for lunch today because i had half of it and then like i really thought about ordering it to my house tonight for dinner but instead i just ate soup 
like a trash can. <laughs> oh god i have a silver diner near my house and they make this open-faced turkey gravy sourdough sandwich and now i really want it i haven't eaten there since i was 10 oh, um, i eat there all the time on my 10th birthday i went there for lunch and i ordered a fucking crab cake because i'm a dumbass no I, i've got crab cakes at silver diner a million times so yeah I'm not a dumbass but i i got the crab cakes there and then i later at my birthday party felt really really sick and vomited everywhere (laughs) so i've always just been like i can't eat there because anything i eat there is gonna make me sick probably it wouldn't but you know yeah you know better safe than sorry i guess the brain Um, works how it wants to work all right should we talk about this fucking show yeah so let's start with the opening where we have our first weird instance of someone i'll leave a blank someone doesn't understand lesbian sex it's me, or it's the writers, or, or it's, it's the, the director. It's somebody. Yeah. Somebody in this situation doesn't understand. So uh, we've got a chick, and she's going down to find herself a nice lesbian sex worker, or maybe just someone looking for a hookup. I'm not really sure what the situation is. It's weird. It's supposed to be in the Castro, and they're making the Castro look super dirty, and it's like, fuck off. I don't know what the Castro is. For all oh. I know, it is super dirty. It's like the most famous um, like area of San Francisco because like there's a huge amount of gay history there. Oh, okay, I do not know San Francisco. Yeah, I'm very into San Franciscan queer history because a lot of it intersects with Allen Ginsberg, who is yeah, yeah, my hero. That's not you. I do love Allen Ginsberg, but I'm very strictly a East Coast gay. I don't know what's going on over there. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, so she goes up to this to the sex worker or the hookup or whoever she is, and she stands in front of her and says, "Fuck me to make me forget who I am or something." No, like that's that. the that's the sex worker who says that. Oh, uh, okay, sure. And it's weird. I don't know. Um, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I think like the woman is just like behind her but she's got like her hands down the other woman's pants yeah it's i feel like um this there's not an understanding not an understanding here of like sex between two women can be rather finicky like the the exact positioning matters a lot and that's something that's going to come up again later yep something the angle and like it's a difference of like a couple of centimeters if that much less than that between something that feels good and something that feels like nothing yeah and it's not something that's you know what? I'll fucking say it. It's not something that's biologically intuitive all this time, the same way that sticking a penis into a vagina is, mm-hmm. which is a very obvious sex act that our bodies are, let's be real, created to do. Mm-hmm. Like, we can, we are angled the correct way for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not that easy to just, in the dark, from behind, get into what seems to be, judging by their expressions, immediately pleasurable sex yeah between two women mm-hmm. and it just i think even when you're in the right position and you're doing the right things there's more of a slow kind of lead up to it mm-hmm. i don't want to say that it never happens but for me the idea of two women just meeting in an alleyway and having sex standing up is that, so I'm, unrealistic i'm not seeing it i'm sure it's happened in the history of the world yeah but i'm confused so that was the first time when i was unsure about what lesbian sex was 
in this episode and it will not be the last <laughs> should i just go through them or should i like hit them when we get to them i guess hit them when we get to them all right so you start us off somewhere um uh i don't remember what happens next i'll just pick a pairing or a character well i want to talk about alan cumming actually because i love him do it um well alan cumming is the best he is the only reason this episode was palatable Yes. Um, and that's because he is perfect and has never done anything wrong, ever. I That seems right. I mean, I really only know him from Spy Kids. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, okay. So he was in Spy Kids. He was in, well, this show, obviously. He was also in X-Men. Um, a ton of other shit. But he was, um, he's really famous in the queer community for being in Cabaret. Oh, okay. He's been in it, like, several times. I have never seen Cabaret. I've never seen it either. I've never listened to the soundtrack. I just know because yeah. everyone else I know does theater. So One of my favorite actors from Queer as Folk was in Cabaret for a while. He was nice. apparently very good. Huh. Not on Broadway, but somewhere Chicago, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he was he was in Wicked on Broadway. Nice. Fun facts. Yeah. Was he Fierro? No, he was Bach. Oh, interesting choice. Yeah. Well, I just love Alan Cumming, and I was very happy to see him. Um, yeah. Good. I mean, he was in drag, so that was fun. Yeah, and he's um, here basically the whole, like, season, which is fun. I missed something. There was something that he did that Bet didn't like. Oh, was something... he, like, pulled out, like, a roll of condoms, and he goes, I'm on my way to a Little League game. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, it wasn't good, and it wasn't funny, but also, I hate Bet this episode, so I was just kind of like, <laughs> I'll side with you, Alan Cumming. She was, that's really bad, though. Yeah, it is really bad. He yeah. shouldn't have said that. Uh, they shouldn't no. have written it. Nope. Um, yeah, that shouldn't have happened. And what more is there really to say? Yeah, so he is the new manager of the planet, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, he basically is, like, planning all the nightlife. So I'm still sick of being asked to care about the planet, but why? <laughs> because I hate the planet. It's so boring. Um, and I, I don't like Kit and I just am so uninterested in, oh my God, is the planet going to be okay? Are we going to have to get someone new at the planet? Who's going to DJ at the planet? It's like, I don't care. It's a bad set and it's not interesting. It is a bad set. I yeah. like it though, because so much happens there like you know i don't know i don't like jenny's house is boring as shit oh jenny's house is terrible yeah i only kind of like that and tina's house because they have a pool in the backyard which is yeah nice. their house is okay I, yeah and I jenny dies think... there so like even better that is good i try to figure out what sets i don't hate i mean i liked when jenny went to the aquarium that time god with the ngv <laughs> um i kind oh, of she like to... her shed yeah her shed's okay uh, would you went to the farmer's market with the NGV? That was nice. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I don't mind Beth's studio and the stuff there at her work. Yeah, we'll, we'll never be there But I guess again. she doesn't work there anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Once Marley Matlin goes anywhere, I'm sure that'll be fine. Yeah, they're going to meet at a university where Beth gets a job finally. Yeah, so I'm sure I'll like that just fine. Okay, I mean, I've seen some which, scenes with Marley. Bet fucking crying at night being like, I'm never going to find a job that I love. What a bitch. Like, that was really exhausting in this episode. 
It's like, calm the fuck down. We don't all get to do jobs that we like all the time. I mean, I probably shouldn't weigh in on this because I generally just refuse to do things that I like all the time that I don't like. And well, that's, that's why that's my life is the way that it is. Is it fair? Well, no, no because <laughs> your parents basically pay for your rent. So. Correct. So <laughs> that's the situation we're in. Yeah, I mean, my parents um, so, pay for my rent, too, but I'm in college, so it's You were a child. <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to pass judgment on Beth's, like, unwillingness to do. See, the thing is, I know... This is going to get really heavy, so everyone get ready. It's like, <laughs> sorry, I just saw something funny, but now it's going to get heavy. So um, a lot of people are like, you know, they do stuff that they that they don't want to do because they have to do it mm-hmm. because they don't have any choice. That's like most people. Whereas I am in this situation where because my brain is the way that my brain is, I feel like rather than do something I don't want to do, I'll just kill myself. So I don't ever have any drive to, well, I have to do this or else because I'm not afraid of the or else. I'm not going to live in a box on the street. I'll just fucking kill myself. So it's like there's no consequence to not being successful because the worst thing that can happen does not scare me. So that's where I am as a human being. I don't think it needs to be like, does it scare you? It's more like, do you not want to live in these circumstances provided that you want to keep living? Well, exactly. That's the provided that you want to keep living is the the sticking point. If I find myself in circumstances I don't like, I'll just kill myself. And I probably won't actually kill myself. But there's always that escape hatch, you know, and it keeps anything from being too real. Because if I'm ever just like, sort of uncomfortable, I'm like, okay, guess I'll die. So you know what I'm saying? There's no real like consequences to my actions, because I can do the ultimate consequence to myself. And I'm not afraid of it. So that's where we are. Over here. Everything's going real great. But we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to move past talking about Beth not wanting to do a job that she doesn't love because it's making me feel really bad about myself. You should see and I a need doctor. To, yes, I should. I just, that's plot is hard for me because I know I'm supposed to judge her and then passing judgment on her makes me pass judgment on myself and mm. I need to keep those parts of me locked away or else I will die of shame and hating myself for being unproductive and for selling the family legacy and all that jazz. So we're going to put it to the side. Yeah, over there for a while. Let's talk about Shane and Carmen. Okay, um, the quinceañera. Yes, Shane pouting when she is forced to wear the dress is the goddamn cutest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I want to sob. Her just like little frown (laughs) is like, I I want to cry. It was super. I love her so much. And then they put the extensions on her, and I'm like, oh, you don't look like Shane anymore. But she was so cute in just the dress with her hair, and oh, my God. And God damn, did Carmen's tits look nice in that dress. She looked so good this episode. She looked so good. I was so proud. I mean, she's very pretty, but, like, she does some strange decisions sometimes. So this was very exciting to see her just looking fucking gorgeous. Yeah, and that fucking guy started dancing with Shane, and he was, like. He was so short. He was really short, and he immediately was like, I'm in love with her. And, and Shane felt so bad for him. Shane was like, I really like don't know what to tell him. But also at the same oh, time, God. she had to be like, 
She definitely does not feel that for you, dude, and never will. Nope. Oh, God, poor guy. Yeah. So they had, like, one and a half confusing lesbian sex moments. Okay, explain. The first one is Carmen talks to her in Spanish at one point, trying to be sexy, which is fine. Yeah. And then what it turns out she said is, I'm going to, it was like, I'm going to lick you until you come in my mouth a thousand times. Yeah. I have never heard the phrase come in your mouth. When it's not a man. Referring to a female orgasm. Yeah. Like, it it makes sense conceptually. Yeah. I think that's what she meant. Yeah. But it's, But it still shows like a fundamental misunderstanding of how sex with women works. It it shows a very heterosexual worldview. Mm Mm-hmm. Or a masculine-centered worldview. It's, it's, it's a man being present in the scene that a man does not need to be present in, is the way I would say it. There's a male gaze there. Yeah. Um, and that just felt very not Shane and Carmen. And then the other bit was at the end of the night when Carmen's going, are you going to let me fuck you tonight? Because you look pretty girly. Yeah. It's like, which I didn't like because so weird. That's, this is something I'll come back to when the, the Max Jenny stuff, which Mm -hmm. is when a lot of this is coming up. But, um, we we had just talked about Carmen eating Shane out, and Shane seemed very into this. So what is fucking in this scenario? What is she asking if Shane will let her do? I don't know. We have the same situation with Jenny and we, Max later. Exactly. And it's like, I guess they think that fucking is like hand stuff, because I guess you can penetrate with your hand. But that's not that's the main the, sex act, so I don't that's get it. That's the best it. I can come up with, is that between the opening scene and this scene with Shane and Carmen and the scene with Max and Jenny, is that we're placing a huge amount of importance into penetration. Yeah, which is so weird. Lesbians are, like, not number one on the penetration, like, importance chart. No, it's just... It's something that some lesbians do sometimes as a part of the sexual repertoire, but making it the premium sex act is so heterosexual gaze. Mm-hmm. And it's gaze is a G-A-Z-E, not G-A-Y-S. And it's driving me crazy. And it's something that happens a ton in queers folk too. Yeah. Is that penetration is viewed as like, oh, like it's the sex act yeah like the idea that there were some gay men who don't engage in penetrative sex to me was shocking when i found out about it because really? i learned about it from fucking queers folk where you will think it's the only act there is yeah so it's, it's a problem with the show definitely so here i'm seeing that same thing where we've just decided that fucking has one meaning mm-hmm. and that this is what it looks like and also that Queer sex and, by extension, queer relationships are always going to be, like, facsimiles of heterosexual sex and heterosexual relationships. And it's just such a fucking shame that this is the way we're representing ourselves to straight people watching the show. Mm -hmm. And that this is what we're teaching ourselves. Like, I'm sitting here wondering if I'm having sex wrong because of this stupid fucking show. And, like, that's so annoying. Yeah. This watching a show about lesbians should not make me feel like less of a lesbian, but it consistently does. That's and fair. That's, it's so frustrating. Yeah. 
I don't think you're a bad lesbian. I think the people who wrote this show are bad lesbians. <laughs> Thank you. The While we're on the subject, the Max and Jenny thing is that... Um, yeah, Jenny's trying to, like, give Max head in the car. But, like, Max, at this point, is still going by Moira and mm-hmm. doesn't even, like, think that he's a man. So... Or at least can't, like, put it into words. So I don't yeah. think, like... I mean, I think that, like, language then leads oftentimes to, like, being able to have these thoughts because you can't articulate them. Without language, yeah. you can't. So, like, it's it's harder to be aware that you're having these feelings. I did a whole paper on this with, like, uh, how, like, French being a gendered language, like, limits queerness. Yeah. Um, but, like, like we mentioned earlier, like, this, there's no way... That Max can even fucking feel anything. Because, like, the angle that Jenny is at is, like, bush and nothing that's underneath the bush. Correct. So. I, for this to work, Max would need to have his hips raised up yeah. somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would need, like, a pillow underneath his hips. He would need to have his knees up in some way in order to get the angle right. Yep. And there's no way to do it only opening your fly yep. the way that he does. Everything needs to come up at least to the knees. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the same issue in the opening scene where there's just not that easy access when we're talking about a vulva as when you're talking about a penis. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just not how it works. So the angle of this is just incorrect. I've also never heard the terminology giving head to refer to cunnilingus, which doesn't mean that people don't use it, but I've never heard it. Oh, I have. Okay. Um, but yes, this doesn't work. This. Yeah. This is, you can't. It doesn't work at all. It doesn't work. And then (laughs) after Max, and I was expecting Max to sort of fight back on this. Uh Uh-huh. Because I was thinking of Max as a stone butch. Yeah. Um, which if you are not up on your lesbian terminology, a stone butch is someone who does not receive sexual pleasure. They only give it. Mm -hmm. Um, then they're in the. In the hotel room, the motel afterwards, and Jenny tries to finger Max, and Max immediately says no, and it becomes clear that this is something they have never done and do not do. Yeah. But Jenny is allowed to go down on him? I It doesn't make any sense to me. It, and Jenny's like, why won't you let me fuck you? I guess Jenny really wants to penetrate Max. Like, um, why? I don't, I don't <sighs> understand the desire... To penetrate someone. That and the I fact, cannot get. The fact that we have... We, we've... So the, 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 the statement that's being made here, right, is that being fucked, whatever the fuck that might mean, is too feminine for Max. But receiving cunnilingus is not. And I feel so much more, like, aware of the fact that I have genitals when I'm receiving cunnilingus yeah. than when someone's just fucking with me with their hands. Yeah. So it's like, that just doesn't... That just doesn't fly with me. And it's another instance of this episode, which is something that we see also with Shane and Carmen, where, and this is another time where I'm like, maybe I'm doing this wrong. There seems to be this impression that there's a constant negotiation. We got it with Dana and Alice, too, between lesbians of who was going to fuck another person. Yeah, like, that's weird. I thought that it was, like, basically, like, I do something to you, you do something to me. Literally every time I have had sex with a woman. Yeah. 
that has been the case. And I've I've only had sex with four women. So not a huge amount. But I mean, I've had sex with some of them many times. And it's the same thing with all these women. And there's never a discussion of, is this going to be the way that we have sex? It's, yeah, that's just like what having lesbian sex is. Because otherwise you're not having sex. Lesbian, it's not reciprocal. Yes. And, and there are definitely people who don't like to receive and who don't like to give. But I feel like people who don't do both things are really in the small minority yes. here. And then it also just comes down to the fact that I don't know what these women are doing. And it's driving me crazy. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if we got Eileen Chaikin on this show to be like, Eileen, Can you, ex- you have to explain to us what the fuck you think you're doing. Oh, God. I really, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I wish there were more sex scenes in this show. So that we could so know that, what they're talking so about. So we know what they were fucking doing. It's like, oh, I'm really aggravated by this. It was very frustrating watching this episode because I just, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Like, I feel like there's something that's not clicking for me that should be clicking. And I just, yep. I'm frustrated. Um, I think other than this, uh, Alice gets Helena a, uh, maid. Yeah. Which is nice. And then they find out about her fucking shrine, which is insane. Oof, yes. Um, and then Dana and Laura are in the bath, which is cute, but. Yeah, but they just talk about her, how she needs to get that lump chucked out. And it's like, cool. Like, I don't care that she's like not getting it checked out she you could just show her doing it i know it's like ugh. and then they, they said a lot of weird stuff about going to a male gynecologist and i have a male gynecologist so like whatever yeah i um, had a male gynecologist and then um he didn't tell me like what he was doing one time when we were like when i was getting like a checkup done and um he like swabbed me with something and I wasn't expecting it and I had a horrible panic attack. Like Oh yeah, geez. Yeah, I've never had anything that bad. And so I vowed to never go back to him ever again. That's a good call. Even though he did deliver my brother. But... My gynecologist actually delivered me. So I feel like that's we've weird. talked about this before. Yeah, that's my weird fact. He's also really hot, so it's just a very weird sort of situation. Yikes. My um my old gynecologist, his name is Dr. Dickman. Ooh. Yeah, isn't that a great name for a gynecologist? <laughs> or it's like the exact wrong name for a gynecologist. Oh, he just yeah. like he was so close. He really <laughs> needed to be just like urologist and he would have been like made. Yep. Um but yeah, she doesn't go to the doctor and it's boring. Um there's a whole thing with Alice. Oh, another god, another thing. Alice returning her sex toys or something. Okay, there's a she scene just fucking in dumps them on the table. Which is awful. And there's a scene in... Her, she puts a thing over her face. Yeah. What is that? That is, like, leather culture. Okay. So, like, s That's fine. Didn't know what that was. Um, and then there's a thing later with dental dams. And anytime dental dams are mentioned, I just, like, shrivel up inside myself. Why? Nobody fucking uses dental dams. This is not a thing. And then that woman is like, oh, I'm going to need some of those tonight. <sighs> Like, that's, you're just basically advertising the fact that you or your partner has an STD and you (laughs) need to use dental dams for that. Yep. It's, uh, I'm sure someone in the history of the world has used a dental dam. Never used one. Don't know anyone who has. It's. Same. It's. uh, 
I feel so like anytime they come know, up, like, I'm like, if you got an STD, like herpes or something that like altered the like, I guess like color and flavor of your genitals, <laughs> like, would you be finished in the lesbian sex world? Like, I feel like the answer is yes. No, 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 no. People adjust. No, people deal with anything. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't really know. Um, I mean, we should be using dental dance, I feel <laughs> inclined to say. Yes. <laughs> but we don't. And whenever they come up, it's always someone trying to make a condom parallel. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like again, they're not the same thing at all. It's it's once again the male gaze being injected into a female thing where we go, this is the female equivalent of condoms, so we'll use them in a joke in the same way that we would use condoms. And it's just not an equivalent. Nope. Not even a little bit. Nope. Oh, this show is bad for lesbians. It really is. Uh, Tina is being a bad lesbian because she wants to have sex with a man. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. That's the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, I still don't think Angelica's ever been put down. Alice, <laughs> for some reason, thought Angelica's party was going to be a surprise party for her. I don't know why she would think that because Bet and Tina never show any consideration for anybody who isn't themselves or Angelica. Yeah. Well, I mean, clearly she's pretty delusional right now so yeah god it's exhausting and unfun to watch yeah um anything else i oh we should talk about uh kit's terrible son who doesn't support gays yeah he's just a homophobe and not even in an interesting way yeah he's just like a really bland like i'm gonna recite my lines homophobe and so i can't muster any feelings Wait, actually about it. speaking of like okay so obviously david her son can't act but no. you know who else can't act either is who? max <sighs> i don't know him well enough yet well you'll see and literally the two of them are just like reciting their lines and it's so boring the actor who plays max is a cis woman <gasps> i'm assuming no, I don't think so. Give me a second to look it up. If oh, really? We'll pretend that the internet is real again. Um, no, I, I'm pretty sure she is a cis woman. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, which is crazy to me because, like, she's so masculine looking that I always just assumed that she was a trans man. Oh, really? That seems very progressive for Eileen to actually cast a trans person to play a trans person. I never would expect that from her. Mm, yeah, I guess. No, I I assumed she was a tra- uh, cis woman. Yeah. Um. I mean, even Degrassi has a cis girl playing their trans guy. It was a long time before she was figured out, maybe you shouldn't fucking do that. Yeah. So. She actually looks, like, really good not playing Max, like... I mean, I think she looks pretty good as Max. I mean, it's very, like, dated in the time. But, like, there's, like, uh, an interview with Ellen and, like, a a shoot that she did. And, like, she looks really good regardless of how she's being portrayed, like, super masculine or super feminine. Yeah, I think she looks nice on the show. Yeah, Um, I was just surprised, like, when I looked her up just now, like, how much better... 
she looks not in the show. <laughs> I mean, most people look better when they're not on the show. That's fair. Especially I'm sure Marley Tina Matlin. Does. Oh, yes, poor Marley. Yeah. But I mean, she's a glowing goddess no matter what she does, so it's fine. That's true. Um. So, yeah, the Max scene where he's pulled out of the car and attacked is, of course, really intense. Um, Jenny tasing the guy was pretty badass. I was that was that. really fucking cool. I love that. Me too. I liked how it looked like she was going to let him walk away. Yeah. And then she did not. <laughs> so good. Like, tasing him after the immediate danger was over. Like, it was not necessary at that point. It was pretty cool. I was into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, like, the best thing Jenny's done. So that's cool. That's fair. But next week, she's going to be back with everybody. So I predict she will go back to being terrible. And she also had plenty of time to be terrible in this one. I actually all... would say that she gets even worse <laughs> when she gets Can't back in wait. LA. So. Yeah. And she's, she's all lying around being an enigma. And it's like, do you want to be my girlfriend or my friend? And she's just like, I want you back against the wall. That's not an answer, Jenny. So um, she must be the most aggravating person in the world to know. And I can't imagine trying to have a conversation with her, much less a relationship. Let's talk about BarkBox. For you guys, the listeners of <laughs> the LOL, wait, no, fuck. What's our, <laughs> uh, what's our podcast name again? That's So Lesbian. Yeah. For you guys, the listeners of That's So Lesbian, BarkBox is offering an opportunity to receive one free extra month of BarkBox at BarkBox.com. So if you're a shitty lesbian and you like dogs, um, I feel bad for you. But also, we're doing you guys a solid. Yes. So if you are really, like, really craving that stuff for your dog and also, like, you know you need to feed your dog. Otherwise, you're a bad owner. Plus, also, you love us, two lesbians. Well, one lesbian, one bisexual question mark we're working on it we're working on it <laughs> um to receive your one free month uh you can go to getbarkbox.com slash lesbian 20 i don't know why they decided <laughs> lesbian 20 but i love it maybe because they know we have 20 listeners uh, we have more than 20 we have quite a substantial amount actually all right um, uh, listen i'm used to degrassi so speaking of degrassi you know who loves barkbox cat <gasps> Cat, well, now she can use her codes and shit. Yeah, she can. Cat loves BarkBox. So what it is, if you don't know, it's like Birchbox, if you're into that for makeup, where they, it's just like one of those subscription boxes where they send you some shit every month. But BarkBox is all stuff for your dog. So um, her dog Brody, who I love, has a toy that he got from his BarkBox like a year ago. And it is a dirty, mangy mess. It's this little <laughs> emoji. And it's so gross now, but he loves it so much. So um, clearly it, it's got the Brody stamp of approval and he's a pretty fucking good dog. So um, even though he does bark during Degrassi all the time. So That's true. <laughs> if you um, want to be like Cat or like, you know, any of the other, I assume hundreds of millions of people who use BarkBox, uh, BarkBox.com slash Lesbian20. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's actually go to GetBarkBox.com get slash barkbox. Lesbian20 and then you use the code PBFEM. So think wow. peanut butter femme. <laughs> yeah. So again, that is getbarkbox.com slash lesbian20. And the code is PBFEM. Peanut butter we'll, femme. Uh, we'll put that up on our socials and shit. month of BarkBox for free. Yeah. And that'll be on our Twitter and shit, right? 
Um, yeah, I can go and put it on Twitter right after we are done recording. So if you can't find that code, if you can't remember Peanut Butter Femme, we will help you. Exactly. So, all right, you ready for hot or not? I am. Well, I'm not actually, but I will get ready. Okay. Okay. My hot is Carmen. God damn it. That's what I was going to pick. Oh, you gotta be, you gotta be quick nowadays. It would be Shane, except I always do Shane. So I'm trying to branch out. Carmen's tits looked amazing. That's, it's just for that. Yeah. They were great. I guess my hot. So I'm between Jenny and Shane. Uh-huh. Jenny, because she tased a guy and that was super fucking metal. It was cool, yes. Uh, and then Shane, because she's such a good sport and she loves Carmen's family. I know, and she looks so cute in her dress. So I think I'm going to have to go with Shane. Yeah. Because, you know, tasing a guy, as metal as that is, she still, like, doesn't understand what lesbian sex is, so I'm going to have to take off points. <laughs> That's very fair. I mean, to be fair, in this episode, Shane didn't really understand it that well either, but she tried. Oh, God. My knot is going to be Tina. Oh, damn it! You took both of mine! <laughs> For being a flabby marshmallow and hitting on a guy. That's exactly why I was going to give it to her, but I guess <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to give mine to... Give it to Bet. You hate Bet. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give it to <laughs> Bet for being, like, a, heteros- a heterosexual apologist. Yes. You know? It's okay for your son to hate gays. He's entitled to his opinion. He's not entitled to his opinion. He He's should get fucking punched. Yep. Uh, he's entitled to his punch. Yeah, exactly. He's fucking entitled to. Plus also God. she's like a whiny bitch who cries in the bed and she and her wife completely forgot about Alice because they're like shitty friends. So. Yep. And then they threw their kid a six month birthday party, which isn't a thing. Nope. I mean, I know that like Tina just like wanted to have a party, but like just like have just... a fucking party instead. Call Seriously. it a fucking barbecue. Yep. Oh, God. Stupid. Um, okay, let's talk about next episode. Let's do it. Guess what the episode is called? I'm sure you know what it is, but... I I mean, I have seen it, but it has fallen from memory. It's called Lobsters? Oh, right, yes, of course. I I think that's such a weird-ass name and a great title for an episode. Um, this one is written by Eileen Chaikin, so kill me. Oh, no! Yeah, but maybe some plot will happen, so we'll see. Okay. Shane gets another job of hairstyling at a skateboarding shop called Wax. This is actually a pretty cool set, so I hope you, that you like this one. It sounds cool. Um, control freak Bet loses her position as a sole provider for the family, forcing Tina to take a job at the studio under Helena. Um, Jenny and Max finally arrive in Los Angeles, where Jenny introduces Max to her surprised friends. I don't know what the fuck they're surprised about. <laughs> But okay. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Dana and Lara make plans to visit France. Okay. What? Yeah. That's not going to happen. She's going to get cancer instead. Yep. That's exactly what happens. Um, mm-hmm. While Alice still obsesses over Dana, leading to Ugh. friction with her radio show job, Kit is surprised by Billy Blakey, Alan Cumming, uh, who wants to make some drastic changes to the planet. Uh, in good. favor of the local gay crowd, which is, like, good. good. <laughs> um, elsewhere, Angus develops an attraction to Kit. Mangus! Yeah. Ah, uh, I love Angus. He's, like, 
such a good guy until he's not. Oh. Eventually he'll cheat on Kit, but like, you know, it's a TV show, so everyone has to cheat on everyone. You have to cheat, yeah. Yeah. It's I can only get so fired up about cheating. Yeah. Um, as we know, not a monogamy stand, so not really <laughs> not that angry so about I've been cheating. thinking about like if we ever get to do merch for the show <laughs> not a monogamy stand yeah not a monogamy stand is gonna have to be one of them and then I one. like was I had this amazing idea and it completely left my brain I think there should just be a shirt that says one and a half lesbians and oh, not explain us. it I love that yeah one, and a, half one and a half lesbians um also why is it that the name of our fucking podcast <gasps> fuck can we change it again i i would be okay <laughs> with it but i think that i think that daniel and Brittany might kill us oh my god it's so good though one and a half lesbians <laughs> such a good name people oh god all the bisexuals would get so mad at us well they can suck my dick because I'm also technically a bisexual. I know, but they have no sense of humor about it. They don't. It. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna drag my own kind for a second here. Do it. I drag the lesbians all the time. Bisexuals have no culture. Not a single. Not even a lick of culture. Oh. No culture. Yikes. And they all have a fucking stick up their asses, and it's boring. And I'm over it. They said it, not me. Not me. I didn't say it. I'm an innocent lesbian. This is why, for so much in high school, I didn't want to identify as a bisexual. Look, I used to be a bisexual, or I used to think I was a bisexual. And I was very, like, woo, bi! But it's... I couldn't But you're the up. only, like, cool person to have ever been bi. Except for, um... <laughs> <laughs> except for Lord Byron. He's pretty cool. <laughs> and um freddie mercury oh that's true forgot about him yeah and david bowie oh that's true there's a couple there's a couple but you know most of them are pretty lame yeah you know my sister's bisexual and like i love her but she's kind of lame yeah yeah halsey's lame yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, we could just. Oh, my sister just texted me. <laughs> she knew. She knew that you oh were calling god. her lame. Oh god! Wait, I'm really excited. The text is: Don't have to worry about baby being too butch because this is his bathtub and it's still loading. But I'm ready for a really fucking femme bathtub for my nephew. I'm excited. Oh my god! It's a little mermaid <gasps> tub. That's so cute. It's Ariel. Oh my god! Aww. She says there was a Nemo one, but they don't make it anymore, so it's gonna be Ariel. I am so happy. Hashtag queer as baby. <laughs> Our new podcast, Queer as queer Baby. As baby. <laughs> That's what we'll call it when I get pregnant. Oh my queer god! As baby. Well, I'm gonna mm. keep thinking about merch ideas because I think we've got some really cool things going right now. Yeah, brains. we can one and a half lesbians. One and a half lesbians. I mean, I think as a lesbian, it would be hilarious for me to wear a shirt that says one and a half lesbians because everyone would be just be like, "What the fuck? Where's the other one?" It's so so good. It's so good. Yeah. I'm gonna. And start... Everyone would ask you about it, and then you would explain the podcast, and then you would get us more fans. Exactly. So I'm gonna make it's flawless. Um, a list, and maybe in like six months, we'll have merch or something. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Tweet at us if you want merch. Right? 
Merch now. Hashtag one and a half lesbians. We'll know exactly what you mean. <laughs> or just say, like, I want merch. And then we'll, we'll also know what you mean. Cause That's true. It's pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. But Okay, are we done? Uh, socials. Socials, that's it. So, um... If you aren't going to go and, like, give us money through, like, buying your bark box with us, then mm-hmm. first of all, you're homophobic, and second of all, <laughs> <laughs> you can pay us by going to steadyhq backslash uh, lol word. Um, that's because I haven't changed it yet. So. What about the en? You forgot oh, the en. slash en slash lol word. That's because God, it's I, such a fucking terrible URL. <laughs> yeah, I haven't changed it yet. Um... It's it's really terrible. Uh, let me find out what our Twitter name is because I know that I changed it. Okay, good. I don't know it. I was gonna say our old one, but meanwhile, my Twitter name is at Hannah Mosk, and theirs is at Jesse underscore Quinn. And my fucking Wi-Fi is going so slow that like, what the fuck am I doing? Ugh. Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen has died. <laughs> that's too bad yeah. uh, Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande I, up. I know I'm really upset <laughs> me too just all hope for mentally ill people stripped away yep. I, there was hope that we could marry Ariana Grande and now it's gone yep um, okay so our twitter is at so lesbian ppn our facebook page doesn't want me to change the name because it's too similar but uh, jokes on them <laughs> because <laughs> we changed the name of our podcast. Um, but the group is uh, That's So Lesbian Fans. So you can find us those ways, and you should do that, because the more we know that you like enjoy our podcast, the more we'll keep doing it. And we'll probably stop changing the name at some point if some of them catches on. But Exactly. It's too bad we can't be one and a half lesbians. It would have been fun. It would have been amazing. <laughs> God. It's our it's our uh, subtitle. Yeah. That's so lesbian. One and a half, one and a half lesbians. lesbians. <laughs> so it's not like um, that lesbian, actually. It's like, that's pretty lesbian. It's it's decently lesbian. <laughs> it's, it's oh, okay. that like... would have been good, too. Decently lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. So many things we could have been... And so many things we could have been about besides the L word, and here we are. Well, we'll be about those other things once we're done with it. I'm so excited. Yeah, I mean, we're basically halfway through. Oh, thank God. Okay, I have a lot of homework to do because I didn't do it all three-day weekend that I had, but whatever. And I have a second podcast to record, so. Nice. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Adopt a cat. Adopt a cat! Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.